Griffin, it is always our pleasure. It's been a while since we've had our uh, next guest on. The Hall of Fame quarterback, Kurt Warner, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Kurt, good morning. How are you? Kurt! Good morning. How you guys doing? I'm well. I'm well. Good. Uh, how deep are you into quarterback study for the upcoming NFL draft? Uh, I'm about six deep, so I've kind of gone to the, the top six guys by most people's boards. Uh, I've watched about four games for each of those guys, so uh, you know, I'm pretty deep into it. I, you know, I'm not a huge draft guy because uh, I think so much of it is projection and we're just guessing. Um, but I do cover the first round of the draft, so uh, I, I will dive into it a little bit and try to get a feel for who these guys are in college, what they've done, and, uh, and try to find some translatable traits uh, and, and things that I've seen that, uh, that can move to the next level. Just one more draft question. I've, I've seen personally a ton of Caleb Williams and obviously a ton of Jaden Daniels, him being here for three years, but I haven't watched a lot of North Carolina football. I'm assuming you've seen Drake May, and if so, what, what, what have you seen from him in terms of what, what could pop at the next level? Well, I think what you see first and foremost, and, and, and really in a lot of these guys, is you see the physical traits of these guys. You know, Caleb and Jaden are guys that very athletic, can create, can make plays with their feet, things that, that, that excite you, as well as, you know, the ability to make every throw. Drake May, uh, a bigger guy. You know, a lot of people liken him to Justin Herbert from a, a body standpoint, tall, long, lean, got the big arm. Um, you know, a, a lot of inconsistencies for me uh, in terms of, you know, just making throws. Misses a lot of throws that I think he should make which concerns me. You know, there's a lot of technique issues, but, you know, we've seen that before. You know, I always like to go back to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is one of those guys that was extremely physically talented in college, um, you know, put up a bunch of yards and what have you. His technique was kind of all over the place. You know, he did things that were a little unorthodox, even though he had success with it. So you step back and you go, I don't have any idea how that's going to translate. And then he translates to the NFL, and you you quickly see – you know, what you couldn't really understand from a mental standpoint, you quickly see, oh, my gosh, he's got all of that. And that, to me, is the hardest thing to project with these guys is offenses I don't like. They're simplified. They don't give guys a chance to really progress through their reads if they're capable of doing that. So you're never quite sure what you're going to get. And Drake yeah. May is a guy, again, but physically talented guy. Misses some throws. You know, the offense isn't overly complicated. You know, a little bit more athletic, kind of has an athletic feel to him. Makes a lot of plays kind of off schedule, even though he's not as athletically talented as the other guys. So there's, there's a lot to like. You know, I, I even like in, you know, C.J. Stroud last year. I think he's better in the pros than he was in college. And people are going to argue, well, he was great in college. Yes, he was great in college. That, that's not the point. The point is they're asking him to do different things in Houston in terms of processing, getting the ball out, ability to move his feet and eyes together in a quick banner. are all things I didn't get to see at Ohio State because they played more down the field, attacking and throwing you know, the bigger throws down the field, which are definitely translatable, but you didn't see that piece. And so it's hard to project that. Whereas last year he was unbelievable. And, you know, what you saw, I thought he was a top five quarterback in the league doing those things that we couldn't see in college. And that's where this thing gets so hard for me is you can only go on so much and you can only see so much, especially within these college offenses, to figure out whether it's going to translate and they're going to be really good at the next level. Now, Kyler Murray did a lot of good things last year. He showed some resiliency, some toughness, the ability to go under center and, and play traditional forms of the position. Did he show you enough to answer all questions? What do you think of the Cardinals quarterback moving forward? 
he hasn't answered all the questions for me. For me with Kyler, it's, it's simply a matter of consistency. I, I want to see him play at that high level week in, week out, through the course of a game. You know, and, and a lot of it for me, and whether it's bias or whatever because of how I played or, you know, people want to say this all the time, is that I still have to see these guys play inside the pocket consistently. That you can't live no matter how talented. I mean, Kyler makes so many unbelievable plays moving around. But you can't live in that world. It doesn't matter how good you are. I think we've seen that with Lamar Jackson. As talented as anybody we've ever seen play the quarterback position, when it comes time to win games against good teams, you've got to do it consistently inside the pocket and make throw after throw after throw. And so that's what we're still waiting for. You know, Lamar's done it at a great level in the regular season. When he gets to good teams week in and week out, he hasn't been as consistent. Kyler, we've seen moments in the regular season. I mean, he's been in the MVP conversation numerous times because he's such a tremendous playmaker. And I've always said this, one of the most gifted throwers that we have in our league, the ability to throw the football. But he hasn't been consistent in terms of seeing and playing within the pocket. And that's what, to me, causes the the great inconsistencies from game to game or throughout a season for Kyler. And if you want to be, in my opinion, again, a, a franchise quarterback, a guy that can carry a team and can win against the best teams in the league consistently, you've got to be able to do that consistently and that to me is still where he you know if there's anywhere in his game that he lacks that's where he lacks it's amazing to me when you look at Patrick Mahomes and and you're a guy that could very easily have three Super Bowl rings you're you you gave your team the lead in the fourth quarter of all three Super Bowls you played and and this stuff matters and now that Patrick Mahomes kind of won a ring after a year when the Chiefs seemed the most vulnerable it really has kind of created some separation here not only between Patrick Mahomes and the rest of his peers but in this team now that has got the ability to do something no other team has done, which is three-peat. Your thoughts on, on the hierarchy and what Patrick Mahomes did to it with that Super Bowl win last year? Well, I mean, I just think he continues to prove to us that, you know, that, that he is the best in the game. And, you know, maybe one day we'll say he's the best to ever play. And, it, you know, again, it comes back to what I was talking about earlier, his ability to do everything. You know, like everybody falls in love with the physical things that he does, and rightfully so because he's really talented. But where he wins games is mentally. How he separates himself with what he sees, his timing, his feel, his recognition, as we saw in the Super Bowl. Down the stretch, they put the ball in his hands, not necessarily just to throw it, but, you know, he's reading the defensive end, and then he gets to decide whether he's going to throw it or run it on the outside, and he runs for a fourth down conversion. And then at the end of the game, they do the same thing, and now he finds a guy and throws it for the touchdown to win the game, is that he's got an unbelievable ability mentally to see and do what's needed in the moment. And that's what, to me, doesn't get enough credit. This year, I don't quite look at it like everyone else. I thought their defense was incredible this year. Mm -hmm. And so we had an incredible defense coupled with the best quarterback in the league, and they kept him in that game over and over and over again until he finally got that opportunity or they got into the moment and he made the plays. And so I don't look at this as like, oh, this was a – down year for the Chiefs. It's just a different year, you know, and, and I get it. I understand what we're saying with them offensively, but I thought their defense was awesome all year. Kept them in games, kept them in games, and then Patrick is so good, he's good enough to do what's needed to be done and not make the mistakes. 
and mentally make the right play in the moment, which to me was kind of what Tom Brady was, is that he was always the best in the moment. And it's what always separated him in the biggest games. And that's what we're seeing from Patrick Mahomes. Kurt, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much for making some time for us today.